welcome back to the podcast. Today we have an upcoming music artist. Love Catch. Is it Catch? Kosh. Kosh. Okay. Like kind of like Watch. Hmm. Um, cool. Cool. Awesome. Uh, all right. So, what got you into making music? I want to know like just a tiny bit about you guys and, and okay. how you found me first, and then um, with that contest, I can tell you. Well, I I I'm the one who found you on Instagram, actually. So that's how I found you. I was just scrolling through Instagram. So like, because this is where you know this is the hardest part is like people finding you. Cause I'm not here to know everything. I got a motto: we didn't have our dreams by any means necessary. So. You know, did you, like, I'm trying to figure out what was the meme, like, was I an explore page, like, when you said yeah. hashtag? Yeah, explore, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. So, yeah, I guess your question was, when did I start out making music? What got you into making music? Yeah, what got you into making music? Um, so, I've, I've come from, like, a musical family, like, my family, you know, they... They like sing and they get together, right? But I was always being kind of forced to sing and stuff like that and not wanting to because I wasn't really ready to. So during my childhood, I kind of consumed music, didn't didn't create too much, but kind of consumed enough um, to under be able to understand music. But I never really took music theory. I wasn't in band or anything like that. Um, I was very into hip-hop music, I grew up in the Bay Area, um, and very into, like, Motown music, like, I got this cassette, um, like, a free cassette from the gas station that had all these Motown songs on it, so that was kind of, like, my base, Motown and hip-hop, which hip-hop kind of comes from Motown, almost, like, the soul sound, so I feel like I've always had that soul in me, um, A, through, like, you know, music in my family and be through the music I consumed. Um, but really the first time I messed around and like recorded a song was when I was in college and I was like literally on my friend's MacBook and we recorded like a, a fun like trap version of Lil Wayne's I'm a B-Boy. And uh, basically our, like we, we were just messing around and our home was like so basically for like a year we got this song with everybody and I was just rocking with and then um, I did another song kind of by myself called I don't know if you guys know the song I Love College um, it's by Asher Rock and I was, love college hey. hey exactly so I did a, I did a cover for that called I Love Berkeley and kind of switched the lyrics so it, it was like very current and I was like super shy and nervous, like I wasn't really ready to put myself out there. So I put it just in, on YouTube with like a little flat screen and no artists and anything. And like shared it on Facebook and like it kind of like blew up within the college community. It got like 10, 20k views like within a couple days or something, which at the time was pretty much like the definition of going viral. Um, but I was super not confident, like I was super unexpected, I was messing around, like I had no intention of making music, so I kind of just left it at that. 
until I started working, um, like after college, it was almost like a post-college depression where it's like, man, what am I doing, man? I don't, don't want to be like working nine to five all day. Like I got, I came here for a different reason. And I happened to get like a MacBook at the time. And I happened to just like open up GarageBand and start messing around. And like, that's kind of when it all started. Getting a MacBook, getting GarageBand, and like kind of figuring out like how music production works, and realizing that you don't really need to understand music theory, um, you know, down to a science. You don't really need to know a musical instrument in order to have that musical instrument sound in your production. And so basically, like a whole new world was opened up, and from that point on. songs here and there, but not really fully being like focused on it. And then really like once quarantine hit, like that's when I started going ham. Um, so I know I spoke a lot, hopefully I answered your question. But <coughs> that was good.
and one thing, and I think that's why I only started going back now, is because it also coincided with the music that I just started making as time points hit, was finally the right music that I would feel confident giving to the world and like putting my face on it, you know, like before, you know, making more like, you know, like, I'm very conscious now of, of the music I put out. Like I want to make sure it's gonna be a vibe. I, I don't want to just put out some random party music. And I think because I, that's the kind of music I was making, I also wasn't very confident putting myself out there to stand behind it. So now like the music I make is like where I want it to be, where like the lyrical content, like the intention behind it is like, it's meant to, to raise your vibe. Like it's meant to motivate you, it's meant to make you like a better person. You know, it's yeah. meant to teach you the things I learned along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that, that comes from years of just, you know, doing it and going through it. <laughs> So what kind of what kind of like music do you make? Like, what's your genre of music? Cool. What'd you say? Good question. Actually like, I don't know if I've invented it, but I, I call my music affirmation rap. And so, um, I think rap in general is affirmation rap. I don't know if anyone's called it affirmation rap, but you know, rap. Yeah, is bro. About that's, I like that, dude. That's new. I've never heard that. That's new, bro. That's you. And honestly, the reason I'm telling you is because, so I don't know if you guys, you know, are, know anything about like the law of attraction or like thoughts yep. or things. I know, affirmations speaking things into existence, bro. And exactly. all these rappers, bro, talking about all the ice, all the cars, bro. They do boom, 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 boom. They're doing it all the time, bro. Just like you're saying, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. That's why I like it. That's dope, man. Exactly. So what's crazy for me, so, you know, affirmations come true, right? So if affirmations come true, Imagine putting that affirmation in a song that you're gonna play over and over, that other people are gonna play over and over. Oh, yeah. You're gonna get stuck in your head because thoughts, you become what you think about most of the time, right? So if in your head, all you're thinking about is for like any Cardi B song, like it's gonna make you wanna go to the strip club and like spend some money and, you know, succumb to your vices. And then you're just gonna hear it in your head all day. Um, and so. I mean, basically, it started my out. I got an album, Dear Kanye, but that whole thing is an affirmation because my songs started to come true in like scary, scary ways. Like, I have a few songs that have come true word for word, and I'm not, I don't even want to get into like one of them, but it's like so fun to me how true this song came true that like I'm so conscious about what I put into my music now. And so, one of my first songs on my album, Dear Kanye, it's called I'm a DJ. And I said, it starts out, um, you ain't been giving us the blueprint since the blueprint. That's on you if you don't use it. They say to walk a mile in your shoes before you judge a man. Well, I've been rocking nothing but Yeezys. Now I understand. That shoe's comfortable, man. They say words and affirmations come true, they said. Well, in that case, someday, I'm a meet gay. And like ever since I said that, ever since I put those words onto the track, and I, I've been thinking about it, like every day I get a step closer to meeting gay. Every day like a new entryway comes in. Every day some idea pops up. And like, it's just, you know, yay's in, he's in hibernation right now. Nobody's eating yay. 
That's cool, dude. So you're like a translator for Kanye. It's pretty cool. Thing, like for the past 15 years without having any like real fans that I don't know, like 
Awesome. So that's your, so you really into affirmations, affirmation, rap. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I say you do that with spirit. I go on, I go on these, you know, symphonic rants. Oh, it's fine. It's totally fine. Totally fine. Um, so your album is called Love Kanye? Uh, Dear Kanye. Dear Kanye. Dear Kanye. Okay. Um, and then, um, so it's called Dear Kanye. What do you... What did you, what do you like about Kanye? Like what's, how, what got you into like had liking Kanye as your favorite artist?
but originally, I mean, you know, hearing through the wires for the first time, um, I'm like weirdly challenged when it comes to understanding lyrics, but I definitely used to be like, so hip hop lyrics, I could never really understand. I was more of a passive listener, but Kanye, even though he was hitting it through the wire, like I could hear every word he was saying, he was super witty. You know, somebody ordered pancakes, I just get the scissors, like man just broke his jaw and that's how he's describing it. Like I I never heard of anything like that. Um, and then basically every song he dropped after that was a hit. So like I kind of was a casual fan for like his first you know, three, four albums. And then once the Taylor Swift incident happened, like more man because I heard about it on the radio and I was like man like what did he do and then I watched it and then I mean yeah I mean to me it was like it's one of the like funniest things I had ever seen. wait 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 what happened with him and Con and Taylor Swift with Taylor Swift where when she won the VMA for uh like uh female like yeah Okay. It wasn't even the best video, though. That's the thing. That's the thing that's an argument like I always make is it was like some subcategory. It was like some subcategory video of the year. Taylor Swift won. Kanye was the turntub, bottom of Henny, went on stage, said, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce had video of the year or one of the greatest videos of all time. Like, oh. Yeah, I agree. The, the larger category, Beyonce won it. So that just doesn't make sense. How could you be in a subcategory and just not win it, but then you win like the overall video of the year? That's just like the Grammys not making sense. And yeah. For sure. No, it's fine. Sorry. Right. 
Um, so do you write your own lyrics? I do. So you write your own lyrics and do you produce it too? Mm-hmm. A couple other songs I found on uh, YouTube. A couple beats are produced from YouTube, and then I produce like one of them. Typically, I'll try to produce at least one track on my album. Um, okay. And yeah, this I have a, a yeah. So it, it it depends. At this, what's great is at this point, like I have access to or enough producers sending me beats. Um, Okay. We're actually, we're going to have a producer called Eerie Skies on YouTube. Have you ever heard of him? Eerie Skies. We're supposed to have him on this weekend or next week. Um, but I don't know. I was just curious if you uh, had one of his beats or something. But um, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. Um, so that's awesome. So you produce a couple, like one, at least one, and then write all your lyrics. I'm all about like being responsible, like like meeting deadlines and like doing what you say you're gonna do. And unfortunately, like you never know what you're gonna get. Like, yeah. When you're dealing with the creative, bro. Like some of these people, like you know, they're going ham on the grand for like a week or two, and then you know they might have something going on in their life or whatever, and then it's not no more. So it's like it's just tough collaborating with people, and I can't. Mm-hmm. It's getting to the point where, like, soon I'm probably going to be producing all my stuff um, until I find someone that can, like, get right in. Um, like, that's why, like, I would love to have a mix engineer. I mean, honestly, like, I would love to just be able to come in, stand behind the microphone, and, like, have someone just press the buttons and, you know, I just open my mouth, say what I need to say, and, like, get a beat together. And that's how, like, most rappers do it. You walk in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna ask, do you ever go to the studio, or do you ever want to go to the studio? Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't need to. It's just a convenience thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, do you, um, do you record your own music videos or do you just, do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you need Yeah. I was going to ask like if you ever need any help making a music video, I I can I could help you. I've been wanting to get in like like uh writing, like creativeness, like ideas for music videos. Editing, I I like editing. I do editing for this podcast and another YouTube channel. And then Huh? I edit on Filmora X. Yeah, I like I like it because it's just easy to use, but I want to get Adobe Pro one of these days. Um, and then, yeah, if you ever need help coming up with ideas, filming or editing, I can definitely help you with that. Cause yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 100% down if you ever need. I love doing this stuff. I love editing. I love filming. I just, I love doing that stuff. For sure, I'm down. If you ever need help. Oh, uh, yeah, I have uh, my other channel that I edit for is called OGV. And it's basically where my cousin, he, I film and edit them. Um, you can hear me a couple times behind the camera. But um, I, um, he brings on people like MLB players, like Major League Baseball players. And he interviews them uh, through like a nine or 18 hole like golf course. And he, yeah, and he plays with them. Uh, he plays golf with them. And then in between holes, he interviews them. Um, and I just film that and I edit the, the, the funny parts in, 
and make it a little bit comedic. He wants it comedic and um, like interviewee too. So yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I'm out there filming them and editing them, yeah. It's like, it's a couple hours of footage, and you have to break down to like 15. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty cool. And he is actually a minor, minor league player, former minor league player. Do you like know any baseball players? I mean, a little bit. A little bit. Well, Hunter Bishop is actually on the Giants. And he's, he's, like, projected to be pretty big. And then he's got a couple of the A's pitchers um, and a prospect for the A's. So it was, it's pretty cool to meet him, too. Yeah. yeah, so if you ever need help, I'm 100% down. Yep. Uh, all right. One more question I want to ask you. So I ask everybody. <laughs> What's, who's your favorite celebrity? Oh, wait, no, I can't ask that because I already know what that is. Okay, besides Kanye. Besides Kanye. Who? Um, um, mm-hmm. You're gonna have to look him up. Yeah, I've. <laughs> He's like, uh, do you like Hobson? Hobson? Yeah, I, I so, sometimes I listen to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, the way he, like, claps back is, like, super witty and funny, but he's also got, like, extremely, like, profound. Like, the way he explains things is, like, extremely profound. Wait, was he on Impulsive? I'm not sure. I think I, that sounds like he was on Impulsive, because I know there's somebody like him on Impulsive. Yeah, he was, right? Yeah, yeah. He was on you, Logan Paul. You know Logan Paul? His, he has a podcast called Impulsive, and he was actually on there. He did, like, an hour and something. No. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Dope. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was pretty It was pretty cool. I watched the. I watched some of it. I watched, like, the first 30 minutes. Oh, wow, baby. Oh, wow. Yeah, a couple months ago. Wow. Yeah. I would love to see. I don't know, I, I don't know like, that much about Jake Paul, but I would just love to see, like, I don't know. I'm assuming he would. Oh, yeah, there was a bunch of that. It was actually kind of, it was funny on the next podcast because they were talking about it, and it was like, Mike was like, didn't really, was like trying to give a perspective of the audience, and he was not having it at all. It was funny. It's funny. You have to get into it, but yeah. But Hobson, um, actually, the DJ, the touring DJ for Hobson, Kevin Romar, I was supposed to have on the podcast, actually. Um, but I don't know. I haven't heard back. I, we, we went back and forth and then he said April 
like beginning of April. Um, and I said, okay, that'll work. So we'll see what happens. But I'm supposed to have their DJ on a couple weeks. So. Just seeing them, like I follow them on Facebook, like um, seeing the way that they grew their fan base and attendance me was like pretty wild. And like Hoxton still has like a very loyal fan base um, because he did come on them weeks back. So yeah. I learned a lot. I learned a lot from them. Alright. Alright, well, thanks for coming on. Thank you for coming yeah. on. And uh, uh, if you ever need help, again, making a music video, 100% down. I love doing that stuff. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, absolutely. I think I follow you now on IG, so we'll stay connected that way. For sure. Um, I'll look out for this episode. Yeah, Bella, Jesse, you can't thank y'all enough, man. For real. Appreciate you. All right, man. You have a great one, bro. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. They really been giving us the blueprint since the blueprint. That's on you if you don't use it. They say to walk a mile in the shoes before you judge a man. Well, I've been rocking nothing but Yeezys, and now I understand. Them shoes comfortable, man. Words and affirmations come true, they say. Well, in that case, someday, I'ma meet Ye. Hey, yo, Juice, drop everything. We gonna go.